The H&H Hour podcast is sponsored by two great businesses today. First, we have beauty counter and consultant Rosie Boone. Then we have Pure Bliss Hair Studio and Day Spa in Peoria, Illinois. We've been told there are people that drive from over two hours to come to this day spa. So definitely stay tuned through the end of our podcast, Heidi, because we have an awesome offer from them for people who've never been there before for first-time clients. So you're going to want to listen and find out how you can take advantage of that offer. Hello, H&H listeners. We'd just like to say welcome back to our podcast. My name is Heather Taves, and I'm sitting here with my sister and my co-host, Heidi Bolt. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Heather. How are you? Great. Good. I'm doing very well. Good. We are sitting in my studio, my office, Mm -hmm. and our office backs up or is right next to an alleyway Mm -hmm. where there are some stores. And so we often have garbage trucks and semi-trailer trucks that pull through that alley and unload and make a lot of noise. So I just wanted to tell our listeners, you know, if they ever hear like things that sound like us blowing our nose really loud, (laughs) it's not that. It's delivery truck. It's the truck. It's the semi-truck yeah. right next to us. <laughs> and I always think we have a sweet friend who worked at the health food store that's right behind you. Yes. And she was their baker. Yes. And she would make the most amazing monster cookies mm-hmm. that were healthy. And so I always think of her when I hear someone delivering. I think maybe they're delivering supplies to Michaela. To make monster cookies. For yummy baking. You know that one time she actually, there's a fence that separates the alley and our yard. And she handed cookies or brownies or something through the fence to my kids. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it oh, was fun. I love that so it much. It was really fun. She's well, so sweet. She is. Well, if you're new to this podcast, we want to say welcome. Mm-hmm. And we're so glad that you're here. And this podcast is about a couple things. It is about um, highlighting that ordinary things are extraordinary. Yeah. And when we start to view them that way, when we mm-hmm. start to see them through a different lens, mm-hmm. we life just becomes this whole new thing, this whole new beautiful thing, because we're seeing ordinary things in our lives that normally we would overlook and we're seeing them as extraordinary things and gifts from God. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the snow today. It's the middle of April and we have snow on the ground. It's, it's confusing my my brain. (laughs) I know. We always say we can't talk about the weather because it's like the normal go-to, but, but this is not normal. No. I feel like when you have (laughs) snow in April, you have to talk about it. Well, because even in Illinois, this is not normal. We typically have green grass and tulips in the middle of April. I mean, Easter is a week, a week past. (laughs) So, but you know, I was thinking that. We could grump and complain about it, or we could find the extraordinary beauty in it and look out and think maybe the grass just needed some more moisture. There you go. And it is beautiful. My son stood in the bedroom of our new home that we just moved into last night, and it was starting to snow, and the snowflakes were huge. And he said, Mom, I've never seen it snow from this house before. Oh, and he said, it's beautiful. Oh, what a great perspective. So, yeah, it was. And he didn't so, have to wait a year. And that's what I said. I said, Crossley, I thought we'd have to wait a whole year for you to see snow in this house. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So Heather, I want to jump right in, if that's okay. Absolutely. Go for it. So I've been thinking a lot about the shifts that we experience in life. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody can relate to this in some aspect. Mm-hmm. The shifts or the the moves in quotation, if okay. you will, not just like a physical move from one house to another, right? but the moves that we go through in life. And I've been kind of pondering this, I would say specifically over the last week, mm-hmm. because I had a physical move. right? So I'll kind of unpack more of that in a little bit. But 
the biblical side of it that I really felt like God showed me, it was just this morning. I was reading in Hebrews, um, and in Hebrews 11, it's talking about the great examples of faith yes. from the Bible. So many different people, how Abraham had outstanding faith, and Isaac's faith, and Moses's faith, and all, you know, Noah had faith when he built the ark, and Enoch, how he had faith. So it's got all of these heroes of faith is what they would be called. Yes. And so I was reading through that. And then um, it hit me in verse 27. It says, it was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt. So the place he was raised in. Right. You know, he was not born an Egyptian. Right. God allowed him to be removed from his family and placed in Egypt. Right. Raised by the king and his wife. Right. So totally removed from his land, from his people, placed somewhere new. Right. But that's where he grew up. Yeah. And he says, so it was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt. So what he knew, not fearing the king's anger, he kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. Mm. And I loved that because it reminded me that no matter what shift we're experiencing in life, Mm. no matter what move we're experiencing, we're walking through, that we do it by faith Mm. and we keep our eyes on Jesus because Though God's not the one that allows things like tragedy mm-hmm. and heartache and mm-hmm. death, mm-hmm. the Bible says the enemy is the yeah. one that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. But no matter what we're walking through, by faith, we can keep our eyes on Jesus, the the invisible one to us, mm-hmm. um, but the one who is so ever-present, the one who allows our moves in life mm-hmm. to be used by God, yes. to be acts mm-hmm. of God. And that's kind of what I've been just thinking over um, and thinking about this week specifically. And I, I kind of asked myself, we talked about this in our last chat, Heather, about how for me, our physical move from one house to another, even though they're only, uh, you know, 11 minutes apart. Right. Um, I, it was, it was strange, a strange emotion for me because I felt like I was almost grieving and I, I sort of felt guilty for that mm-hmm. because I've got some people in my life that are truly grieving mm-hmm. really hard things. Yes. Um, so I started to ask why, why did I feel this grief in this move? Just, it's just a house, you know, it's just a, a earthly structure. I won't take it to heaven no matter what house I live in. Right. Um, But I really started to go, okay, I want to unpack my emotions because I want to see why I'm feeling this way. Mm -hmm. And there was a couple of things that really stuck out to me. Number one, I was content Mm -hmm. in my house. Um, And I think that's always a really good thing. Mm -hmm. No matter where God's got us Mm -hmm. is to find that contentment Mm -hmm. and to know that when we enter that next season of life, it does not mean we are automatically be going to be content because mm-hmm. we've got to find that contentment right where we're where at. We are. It's so good. No matter where what we're yep. what we're walking through. Yep. Um, and then the the next thing that I thought of, um, I took two babies home to that house. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a mama, I think there's always something special that is cemented in that place you take your babies Absolutely. home. Absolutely. Don't you think? Yes, for sure. Yeah. So there was that. And then the third thing that really stood out to me is over three years ago, God Mm -hmm. allowed us to start a church Mm -hmm. with you guys and some of our other close friends and probably 95% of the leadership meetings Mm -hmm. to start that church took place in the living room of that home that we left. That's right. And so we didn't, it wasn't like a home church that started in our house, but it was all of the meetings, all of the the prayer sessions and 
Um, so there was something so sacred yes. about that place and about those memories. And if you back up a tiny bit before that, mm-hmm. I had a brand new baby. Um, he was just a he was little, so he was still waking up and nursing in the night. And I remember so specifically, we were in a shift season. Yes. God was getting ready to move us on, mm-hmm. but it was totally dark. Yes. Not knowing what was going to happen. No, no direction. We were guessing mm-hmm. and we were trying to plan for what was to mm-hmm. come, but we had no direction. Mm-hmm. And I was awakened in the middle of the night, like as if, you know, when you can just sense that something is there mm-hmm. and you you know you need to be aware. Um, I was awakened in the middle of the night and my baby was sound asleep. Mm-hmm. And I felt what I truly believe was the first time I've ever heard the audible voice of God. Mm-hmm. And he told me that we would start a church. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was crazy, mm-hmm. sleep deprived. And so I rolled over and went back to sleep mm-hmm. and said, no way. <laughs> and then an hour later, it happened again. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, those experiences change us. Yeah. Um, to me, like there was that holy moment that took place. Yeah. In that house. Yeah. And I think that's why I experienced some really deep emotions about sure. leaving that physical place. Yes. Um, but I so loved, and I'm going to let you talk too, because this is not my podcast. <laughs> no, go for it. But I so loved, um, your husband gave me such good perspective on it. He and I were texting one night about um, this really cool thing that God's allowing him to do right now. And he was sharing it with me. And he was asking me some questions and it led to me saying like, man, I'm really feeling like this. Um, like I'm grieving this whole experience. And um, it was so cool. He said, you may have moved physically, but your heart experienced something that is marked by a different dimension, mm-hmm. a faith dimension that you cannot see with your eyes, but it's more real than anything there is. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yes, that is so true. Mm-hmm. It was this experience that was marked mm-hmm. by such a faith moment. Yes, But I also loved the fact that it's in a dimension that is not of this world. Right. And that means I get to take it with me no That's matter right. where I'm at. That's right. Even into eternity. That's right. So I know that was a lot of talking. No, that's so good. Um, a couple things come to mind. First of all, I know that moves, like you mentioned this, aren't always physical. Mm-hmm. They're not always, sometimes they're uh, a shift or a move in your life might be a tragedy, might be grief, yeah. might be the loss of something. It might be, um, it might be something really great, right. but it's still... A move. And I have been feeling over the last little while that sometimes when God moves us, we put our expectations on people Mm. and on events and on circumstances Mm -hmm. instead of on God. Yeah. And when we do that, we are sorely disappointed. Yes. Like the the move just crashes and burns, you know, and we're like, what in the world? I'm floundering over here and I can't get up. And it's because we've had our eyes on people. We've had our expectations on people instead of on God. And so no matter what it is, whether it's a a tragedy, something very difficult that you're walking through right Mm -hmm. now, which Heidi, I know we have um, several people that we are very close with. And then some people that have reached out to us recently that have gone through horrific tragedies the and worst grief loss. that you can't even yeah. like you can't even fathom having mm-hmm. to walk through that mm-hmm. um and then just yesterday or saturday we were i think our whole country the whole country you know and mm-hmm. north america was just stricken by this hockey team yeah that was you know 15 of them lost their lives in a bus accident and 
you start to really think about about that. Yeah. You know, when something like that happens, but where are our eyes mm-hmm. fixed? Are yeah. our eyes fixed on Jesus? Mm-hmm. Are our um, expectations rightly placed in him or on other people? Cause yeah. people will let us down. Yeah. You know, as you walk through hard things in life, I think when you're right there in it, it's so easy to question why God, mm-hmm. why me, why are you letting this happen to me? And then you know, I would think personally of seven years ago, uh, seven and a half years ago, my husband and I experienced the loss of two children mm-hmm. and such dark days, mm-hmm. you know, the days where you feel like, man, my, I feel like I'm trying to put my eyes on Jesus, but I feel like my heart is never going to not mm-hmm. just break forever. Mm-hmm. And um, then last week I got a, a call from a dear friend, the call that you never want to get. Mm-hmm. And she'd walked through, she's walking through immense tragedy, having lost a child Mm -hmm. and, you know, having to, mamas shouldn't have to bury their babies. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing that I instantly thought, and she said, I'm, I'm reaching out to you because I know, you know what this is like. Mm -hmm. And it just made me go, you know what? Yeah. The enemy is the one that steals and destroys. Yes. God is the one that allows us to use those things for his glory yes, and for right. his purposes. Yes, absolutely. And I've had so many experiences with with women specifically, with mamas, having walked through the loss of children mm-hmm. over the last seven years mm-hmm. that my heart position was so different towards them because I could relate Yes, and because I had compassion for them. Whereas before I experienced that, my heart still broke for people, but I did not know what they were feeling. Right. And... As we were talking and we, we text throughout the days to follow and, and she's many, many states away from me, so I couldn't physically be there, but everything in me wanted to physically be there mm-hmm. to hold her and love her and mm-hmm. serve her the mm-hmm. way people got to do to me mm-hmm. when I walked through that, the way you did to me when mm-hmm. I walked through that and our mom and close friends. Um, but as she spoke, there was still that faith. Her eyes were still mm-hmm. on Jesus, even though she was experiencing the deepest grief. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud of her mm. and her husband mm-hmm. in that moment because um, they're so hurting and they're so broken, but they're still going, but God is still so good. Yes. And they're choosing to see Jesus in their tragedy. Um, I love the devotional. It's called My Utmost for His Highest. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm on like my third or fourth edition mm-hmm. because they've gotten so worn out. <laughs> yeah. But I was reading this this morning, Heather, and it says um, – the title is, Have You Seen Jesus? And it said, once you have seen him, you can never be the same. Mm-hmm. And I believe that is so true. Mm-hmm. Once your eyes have truly experienced an act of Jesus, yes. the face of Jesus, yes. the voice of Jesus, nothing is ever the same. That's right. And I think that's why we see people like my friend, our friend who's walking through this grief, we see her response mm-hmm. is eyes on Jesus because she has seen him, because yes. she knows him, because she's heard his voice. Um, and I think I think that's the only thing that really, truly gets people through. Yeah, absolutely. And I would echo that I, we were talking about this earlier, and I think this might even be in there, but the difference between being saved mm-hmm. and having seen Jesus. Yes. Because a lot of people say, yeah, I, I know Jesus. I'm a follower of Jesus. I go to church. I, I'm saved. But... Have they actually 
experienced and seen Jesus in a way that transforms their life, mm-hmm. that causes them to live differently. Yeah. Because you can you can be saved, mm-hmm. you can have fire insurance. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that doesn't mean that you are communing yeah. with Jesus on an everyday basis everyday basis yeah. that causes you to see him, to see his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and you read the Bible differently. Yeah. You pray differently. You treat your kids differently. Mm-hmm. You treat your friends differently. You think about the snow differently, yeah. you know, because you've seen the mm-hmm. face of Jesus. And when we say that, some people might be like, what do you mean you've seen the actual face of Jesus? No, we're talking about, you know, when you sit across from someone and you have a conversation with them and you look in their eyes mm-hmm. and you you talk with them and you get to know them mm-hmm. and you, it's like you almost like that you have a window into their soul, right? You know, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. When you've spent time with Jesus and his word and mm-hmm. his Holy Spirit has ministered to you and comforted you, it's it's like you've sat across from him and yeah. seen him face to face. It's a recognition of his heartbeat. You know, yeah. I, just like I know you so well because we've done so much life together. Right. It's you get to have that same opportunity with, with Jesus. Um, I love also what it said in this devotional. It says, "You should always recognize the difference between what you see Jesus to be mm. and what He has done for you. Mm. If you only see what He's done for you, your God is not big enough." Mm. That's really good. So yes, I agree with you so much, Heidi. So um. I, I'm not going to go into it on this, but I had a really significant dream uh, a couple nights ago mm-hmm. that involved my children. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that it prompted me to do, I believe it was from the Lord, but one of the things that it prompted me to do was have conversations with them this week mm-hmm. about faith. And I love what um, you were just mentioning, Hebrews 11, mm-hmm. heroes of faith. But I love this um, verse. It's it's really well known but I'm not sure we meditate on it mm-hmm. very often. Mm-hmm. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. And I think that we so often put our assurances in the things that we can see. Yeah. And that is not faith. Mm-hmm. That's seen with our eyes, mm-hmm. you know, but faith looks like, Knowing with having confidence, mm-hmm. knowing without a shadow of a doubt. And one of the definitions that I was going to use with my kids um, this week is believing in something that you cannot see and giving everything in your life to it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's what my faith is about. Like I might not be able to see the face of Jesus, but I have confidence mm-hmm. that he is real and mm-hmm. that he is working in my life and that he is good and mm-hmm. he is a good father. And I'm going to give everything in my life for that. Yeah, and I think... You know, the skeptics or maybe those who haven't experienced Jesus might argue, well, that's just ridiculous to believe in something you cannot see. And, you know, there's all of the arguments like, well, can you see the oxygen you're breathing? Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can only feel its results mm-hmm. of air being in your lungs mm-hmm. and giving you the ability to breathe in and breathe out. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But then also, you know, I, I think of it, I look around me and all day long, every single day, I can see the evidence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see it in my children's faces. I see it in their heart responses. When worship music comes on, you know, when Alexa starts playing worship music in my kitchen in the morning <laughs> yeah. and my not even two-year-old daughter starts raising her hands and dancing in the living room yeah. and saying, Jesus, 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 yeah. 
that's the evidence of Jesus. Right. You know, um, I when I stand at church and I look around these beautiful people who God is so at work in their lives. Yes. And I know their broken stories that are being redeemed. Yeah. And I go, that is God. Yes. Because in the natural, that marriage wouldn't have survived. Right. In the natural, that man would not have come back to Jesus. Right. In the natural, that man shown up with his children alone mm-hmm. would not be in church. Right. These are all signs of God and the fact that God is so present. Mm-hmm. That is evidence to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why we talk so often about being able to see Jesus and experience Jesus because right. it is it is all around us. Right. That's so good. And I, I think there's a lot of people that desire that. They just don't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. And so I would just recommend that you start with your Bible. Yes. Uh, don't start with a book. Don't start with someone else's podcast. Yeah. Don't start with a sermon. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. open your Bible mm-hmm. and begin to read. Yep. And ask the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to give you understanding. Mm-hmm. He will. Yeah. You know, I know that it can feel intimidating and the Bible can feel confusing. And sometimes it can even feel like it contradicts each other in different parts of the Bible. Yeah. But God's word is alive and active. Mm-hmm. It is sharper than a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. And if and there's a verse, and I can't remember where it is right now, but it, it actually says, ask the Holy Spirit and he will give you understanding. Mm-hmm. He will help you understand what you're reading. And so open it up and start reading. You can start anywhere. You know, I, I tell people a lot, if you're wanting to start reading your Bible, start in Psalms. Mm-hmm. Psalms are just so powerful. But you know what? The New Testament, the writings of Paul, they are so powerful. If you start in, um, you know, maybe the book of of Hebrews or the Philippians or some of the letters that Paul wrote to some of those early churches, mm-hmm. like they're just so much richness and goodness in there. And even if you read two or three verses every day and you say, God, what are you speaking to me through these verses? I guarantee you, if you go into it, asking the Holy Spirit to speak to you, he will, and your eyes will begin to be opened to the powerful, powerful truth in God's word. Yeah, that's so good. And I think on a practical level, maybe maybe you weren't raised in a family that taught you the rhythm of life with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I don't underestimate how difficult that would be to know right. where to start. Exactly. And so I love your advice so much, Heather, because that's so practical. It, it gives people a starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also love there. So there's an app that you can download. Mm-hmm. It's called You Version. Yes. Um, and it's such an incredible tool because it is the Bible mm-hmm. on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to read it, my physical Bible, because I can make notes and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is you can find a, a plan mm-hmm. that fits your life. So maybe you're struggling with your faith. You yeah. can choose a plan that talks about having faith. And every day it walks you through a quick little read, and then it gives you Bible verses to read on building your faith. Yeah. And and then it will remind you. It'll send you a text message or an email if you choose that says, don't forget to read your Bible today. Yeah. And you can even track. It'll say like, hey, great job. You've been in God's word 14 days in a row or, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that is so important. So mm-hmm. often when we're tracking our progress, mm-hmm. it's not like an, um, like an acts of, you know, good acts or whatever. Right. It's just to give us that physical sign that okay, this is the growth that I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm seeing for in my life because I've been in God's word. Yeah. You know, I listened to a podcast a few weeks ago about a girl who was not in church. She had as messed up life as you can possibly, everything had happened to her you could possibly imagine. And you know how she came to know the Lord? Through a Bible. Mm. She met Jesus because she read the Bible. Yeah. That's it. 
No one told her about Jesus. No one took her to church. Mm -hmm. No one gave her anything. She had a Bible that she had stolen (laughs) to do research for an acting part that she was going to play. Wow. And she started reading it and she met Jesus because she read the Bible and she knew nothing about the Bible. That is incredible. That is how powerful it is. And that is why I just believe we need to get back Mm -hmm. to that. We need to Mm -hmm. get back to individuals taking responsibility for their own souls, for their own spirits. Stop waiting on your mentor Mm -hmm. to guide you. Stop waiting on the church to tell you how to live your life for Jesus. Stop blaming your parents because they didn't. Stop waiting on your husband to lead you. Mm -hmm. You pick up your Bible and start to immerse yourself Mm -hmm. in the word of God and you will see. Your circumstances might not change, but your attitude and your perspective and your heart will change. I have a dear friend who, um, she's a lot, she's a lot older. Not not a lot. She's in a different season of life than I am. So yeah, she's older. She's got adult kids and she's got a few little grandkids now. And I used to babysit for her and her husband when I was young, very young, not even old enough to drive. And they would go out on date nights and I would babysit their littles. And I was on her Instagram last night and um, they were celebrating their daughter's birthday and her husband, they've always, I've always admired their marriage because um, they've always had this really sweet connection. Mm -hmm. But um, it hit me the way she was speaking to her husband and you could tell it was just normal conversation. Mm. She wasn't putting it on for the video. Mm -hmm. It was so sweet and tender and thoughtful Mm -hmm. and just the laughter in her voice and the joy in her Mm -hmm. voice. And a while back, I mentioned to her, I said, you, they've walked through some hardship. And Mm -hmm. I said, you're always so joyful. And she said, for me, when I started making my time with Jesus, Mm -hmm. the most important Mm -hmm. thing, and she has little, so it means like in Mm -hmm. the 5 a.m. hour Mm -hmm. of the day, um, she said, everything changed. Mm -hmm. My joy is just contagious. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and it's just all Jesus. And I was so reminded of that, that that is what's beautiful. Um, my, our sweet sister in love, Jenna was praying over me the other day. And she said that the word of God talks about how the spirit of God is like a sweet perfume on Mm -hmm. us, like a sweet Mm -hmm. fragrance. And she was praying specifically about our new neighborhood. And Mm -hmm. she said, Jesus, would you allow the sweet fragrance of your Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to be so evident Mm -hmm. on the Bolt family Mm -hmm. in their new neighborhood that people are literally drawn in? That's so good. And I I loved that. That's so funny. That reminds me. Yesterday at church, I had worn a new perfume. And you know how you wear the same perfume all the time and people get used to it and you get used to it, you know. And well, I had put a different perfume on and I had like four people when they hugged me, comment really? on it. You're like, oh, you smell good. Or, oh, what's that scent? Or, I like that. In mm-hmm. fact, one of our friends who's a, a young guy that used to be in my kids' ministry, you know, he's like, a little, he's like a little brother to yeah. me. He hugged me and he said, is that such and such? He asked if it was a certain <laughs> scent. But that reminded me when you said yeah. that, like – we should have the whole, like the Holy Spirit, that presence, that perfume of yeah. the Holy Spirit, that perfume of Jesus, like so over us mm-hmm. that when people get near us, mm-hmm. they sense it, they smell it. It's like, obvious. Like, what is that on you? Yeah. What is that smell? Yeah. Like, it's not a smell, I don't right. think. But right. <laughs> what is that coming out of your face, that yeah. light in your eyes? Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes by communing with Jesus. Absolutely. Meeting with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Having a deep, intimate relationship with the one who saved us, Mm -hmm. the one who gave his life for us. Absolutely. I I am always the most encouraged to spend time with people who are spending time with Jesus. Oh, yeah. Even if the conversation isn't all about God. Right. Even if it's just normal, everyday conversation, because 
the sense of Jesus yes. is all about yes. them. I always walk away so encouraged and so uplifted, even if there's not been this like amazing right. aha moment conversation. Right. You like, know, this is what I've been reading today. Yes. Like it's not always. Yeah. Hard. Although I do have one friend who will call me very regularly and say, okay, we need a Jesus talk. Yeah. And, and the only reason she calls me, the only reason we have that phone conversation is so that we can talk about what mm-hmm. God is doing in our lives yeah. and what he's spoken to yeah. us. And that, I mean, that is a good friend. Everyone needs a friend like that. That's so valuable. Cause so valuable. Then you know that you've got that person that also, sometimes you can feel like the crazy person. Oh yeah. That is just like a Jesus fan. Wants to talk about Jesus all the time. Yeah. And you know, there are people, it's like the, the there are people that believe in Jesus, but have not seen him. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you're weird, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's so good to have those people that you can just go deep with, if you will, quote unquote, so quickly and, and them not think you're weird, Heidi. Well, and I don't think people, <laughs> I think a lot of people desire that. They just don't know how to communicate or talk about it. Yeah. And I've learned it just takes asking questions. Yeah. It takes... And then it takes people being willing to respond, yeah. give them space to think about it and respond, mm-hmm. but say, say to someone, if you desire that, you know, someone that you trust and you love and you know, they have a relationship with the Lord, say to them, what is God speaking to you right now? Mm-hmm. What have you been reading in his word that jumped out at you? Mm-hmm. Have you had any dreams lately that might be significant? Yeah. Ask them those questions and then give them the space to answer them. Mm-hmm. And that will grow a friendship. That will deepen a friendship more than any talk about your new truck or recipes or what color you're going to paint your living room. Absolutely. And that'll take it to the next level real fast. Absolutely. Well, Hyde, good chat. Good chat. I love chatting with you. Me too. You know what we have to go do now? School. Teach school. <laughs> yes. I'm, I need to go organize my school room today. Oh, that's fun. We're going to, I specifically labeled the box with our current curriculum. Yeah. Current curriculum. Yeah. So I'm going to open that box. We're going to do it at the kitchen counter today. Yeah. And during naps, um, if I can sweet talk my husband into taking a lunch break, I'm going to rearrange furniture down there and try Good. to get it set up. That'll be so fun. Yeah. I love organizing new rooms. I know. It's fun. It is really. I am just, I cannot believe we only have six weeks of school left. It has flown by. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I my mind's a little blown about the <laughs> fact that thankfully I feel like we're we're good. Yeah. We're on we're track. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which is always a good feeling for yeah. the teacher, yeah. you know, the mom that's mm-hmm. teaching, but it's crazy. I'll have a sixth grader in six weeks. Mm. He's getting big on us. I know. Well, thanks for listening. We're so happy that you chose to join us for this, this chat. Um, if something has spoken to your heart or maybe, you know, a friend that really needs to be encouraged today or hear some of the words that were spoken, would you share this podcast with them. You can just click on the link and share the episode through a text message. And um, that helps them discover more of the truth of God for their lives. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Heidi, we want to give a shout out and thank our sponsors for today's show, for sponsoring today's show. We're so excited that Actually, it's women mm-hmm. so far, mm-hmm. w- women business owners yeah. that have jumped on to say, yes, we'll partner with you. Yeah. We believe in you. We'll sponsor your show, which is just so exciting. Mm-hmm. So we want to thank them yeah. for joining us. Um, the first one is Beauty Counter. And Beauty Counter is a skin and makeup line. And they have other things too. They have um, sunscreen mm-hmm. and, and awesome products that go on your body and mm-hmm. on your skin. And then our friend Rosie Boone, and yeah. she is a great person to reach out to if you are interested in finding skincare that 
you know you're not putting toxins on your skin. Mm-hmm. You know, our skin absorb 60% of what we put on it mm-hmm. and it's our biggest organ. And yeah. so we really have to pay attention to what we're putting on it. And I think a lot of people want to these days. They're really caring about that. Yeah. So you can find out information on all of our social media, on our Facebook and on our Instagram about Rosie and her beauty counter business. Mm-hmm. And you can also find her at beautycounter.com forward slash Rosalie Boone. Also, we want to thank Pure Bliss Hair Studio and Day Spa. They were voted the best of the best in the Peoria area in 2017 and 2018. And this is the salon that I've been going to for years. Um, All my family goes there. And I love, I love this place. Their atmosphere is so encouraging and restful and uplifting and you totally want that when you go get your hair done i know if you need a glass of wine during your hair appointment they'll give you a glass of wine if you need a coffee they'll give you a coffee um and they say come as you are leave even better oh i love that i know and they offer a full day spa service they offer lash extensions you know who doesn't want more beautiful lashes right I do. It's, that is like up there as far on my list as it could possibly be. Okay. So maybe you need to check out their lash, lash extensions. Um, but they just offer so many incredible, fabulous hair products. They're an Aveda salon. So if you would love to check out Pure Bliss Studio, you can give them a call. Tell them that the H&H Hour sent you. And if it's your first visit, they will give you a 20% discount That's on amazing. your service. I know. So you can reach them at area code 309 679 2021. So thank you for being our sponsor and thank you for listening to the H&H Hour.